What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is June the 24th. It is Thursday. We are one day away from the weekend, baby. Yeah. Um, how's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a good Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon or Friday, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, today, I wanted to touch on a couple news stories because I know that... Uh, there have there have been things like trickling out that I haven't touched on yet that are kind of ridiculous, and uh, you know, just random stuff I want to touch on. Uh, one thing is that I wanted to touch on what I've been watching lately. I've been watching a couple of shows, and uh, all in all, I got some I got some quick little suggestions on whether you should watch it or not. I mean, that's it's a range of I think about three or four different shows. Um, one being Loki, which Obviously, if you're a Marvel fan, you're probably already watching it. But if you haven't watched it yet, that show is amazing. Um, I thought WandaVision was a, was great for what they did. I thought it it did what it needed to do, which was put Wanda where she needs to be for the next phase, pretty much. Uh, and I, th- I think that's fine. I think that they obviously teased a bunch of like fan service stuff that didn't really work out. And it was ultimately a a uh, stepping stone into the next thing. Like I, I liked WandaVision, but I think it, it stuck the landing barely. And that's, I think that's fair to say the captain Falcon, whatever the hell captain America, winter soldier, captain Falcon, whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> captain Falcon for smash. Uh, he, that show did not do well. In my opinion, the, the whole premise of it being about, it was basically like, um, uh, like in game ends, which I'm gonna spoil that because if you missed it, you missed it. That train's already already left the station uh, a couple years ago. But uh, it's like if, which I mean, it, it is literally this. I guess now that I think about it, but it's like if Tony Stark died, which he did, and then the next movie they're gonna still be like, oh, Tony Stark is dead, but they made a series in between where Tony Stark comes back to life for a season does his show and then he dies at the end it's like you're you're already back at square one and it's it's pretty it's pretty dumb i don't think we needed that show i think uh its main purpose was kind of dumb i think them bringing back zemo and integrating him was kind of stupid like that that whole pro that whole i don't don't know what they were trying to set up out of that there wasn't a lot of uh impact on the whole universe uh in terms of like where the story's gonna go so not impressed with that and i'm I, i was having even lower hopes for Loki because I was like, okay, he stole the Tesseract in Endgame. Uh, what more can they do? And uh, it starts off with Owen Wilson. I'm not going to spoil anything, so no worries. But Owen Wilson's in it, and he actually performs very, very well. I didn't think he would fit in as much as like as well as he does, but uh, he's actually like a great counter to to Loki or Tom Hiddleston. And uh, yeah, it, it's 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 really well acted, and they have like professionals in there. And, uh, the, where that story goes is amazing. I think, I think so far what they're setting up in episode three is exciting. Um, it makes you wonder like every episode. And that, that's one thing I think Disney plus shows actually get right all the time is that, well, outside of maybe Falcon, but, um, they get right that like, they make you want to watch the next episode. They always leave you on a cliffhanger unless it's the finale, which I think, I guess even still it's somewhat of a cliffhanger. Um, but Loki's doing a good job at like actually affecting the character in the story. This could be another Falcon situation where it doesn't really matter where he ends up at the end of the show. 
Um, but I'm sure it's going to go somewhere. It seems like they're dealing with bigger stakes than just uh, will Falcon accept the shield or not, you know, that kind of shit. Like, um, <clears throat> so that's got me happy, and I, I can't wait to see where that goes. Uh, it comes on every Wednesday if you're missing it. It's on Disney+. Plus. I would go check it out. Uh, there are three episodes in, and I'd highly recommend because they kind of – one bad thing about Disney shows is that if you don't watch it the day of, like – there's an article or a YouTube video spoiling it already. And same for like Star Wars and stuff, you know, like it's just you have to be day one with it. Otherwise, you're going to be behind or you'll see an article that's like, oh, this happened. And you're like, all right, well, I'm, you know, that's it's it's bad. But like it is what it is. It's just how the culture is right now. And if instead of having like FOMO, it's more <laughs> it's not really a fear. You're going to miss out because you will get spoiled or you'll miss out on a detail that is going to be, you're going to be a little late for, and someone might say it. Like, people are going to spoil it. Um, another show is Rick and Morty. It's back for its fifth season. Obviously, I don't really have to explain it. I'm a, I'm a big Rick and Morty fan, but I'm not going to, like, shoehorn it down people's throats. I think it's I think it's funny. I, I'm One thing I was telling my brother was I'm actually amazed at how uh, how it stays funny. Because they're they're dealing with like a lot of loose things. It could literally just be, they could make up a episode about a a, a made up word like a bleep blorp, and then they got to go kill it, and then they find out the bleep blorp is a bleep blop, and like it's it's you know they, they can literally make up whatever they want, and making that funny is like it seems like it would be tough to kind of just like create funny out of midair, especially dealing with like universal. You can literally literally do anything. I I don't know if that would make it easier or harder, but in my head I'm like that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Like you have to pull the world out of your ass. You have to pull the characters out of your ass and then you have to make those funny and have it relate to the world around it. So like that whole process seems crazy. And I think, uh, you know, Justin Roiland does a good job with that show. Uh, this new episode, new episode's amazing. So funny. So, so funny. And I'm like I said, I'm actually surprised like it was that funny. I thought it was going to kind of fall off like kind of like, uh, in my opinion, family guy did in a way and stuff like that um but yeah go check out the season five of rick and morty a another show is dave which is on fx or uh hulu if you have hulu and uh this is the second season and so far it's okay it's very very okay like the it doesn't really seem like the plot's going anywhere it doesn't seem and then there are two episodes in so far and uh, so far, I feel like nothing has been set up. He's not really progressing as a rapper. It's all about just like, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I, I still would recommend checking out the show at least. Check out season one if you're into like hip hop or even just a, want a comedy to wa- watch. It's He's a funny guy and it's written very funnily. So, um, and there's other people in it too, like Andrew Santino and stuff like that. Um, it's a good show. I, I highly recommend it. And then another is Castlevania. I mentioned that a bunch on this show. Uh, Castlevania is fire. I'm on season three. And what I've realized is that at the end, it's like the second last episode of each season. I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, the second last episode of each season is like a banger. Like that's the one where like, you know, the animation hikes up a bit. There's action galore. There's pivotal story moments that are developing and, uh, it's, it's all setting up this big, it's like that's the big blast and then episode 10 or whatever the one after is going to be the like like the aftermath of that you know that event so 
highly recommend it. I think the first season is only like three or four, might be four or five episodes because I think they were trying to test the waters and uh, obviously it did well. So now there's fucking four seasons, I think, total. And uh, for the fourth season just came out not too long ago. So you're still in the, you know, in the know if you're picking it up now. But I'd highly recommend at least making it to season two um, episode, whatever the second last episode is. Oh, my God. That was like one of the best episodes in animation history that I've seen. It's just like the the whole climax of that story. The whole uh, the action scenes, the fighting, the development. And then it goes on after that, like for two more seasons. So it's a, it's a great show and I highly recommend it. If you're into animation, also the masters of the universe show, um, is coming out soon and it's from the same animators. I think it's being developed by Kevin Smith and a couple of other guys like, uh, Mark Bernardin and stuff like that. Uh, they are the other tag team in that and it's from the same animator. So it should be like the same kind of action, the, uh, a similar like art style, and, uh, yeah, I'm not even really into He-Man, but that sounds like, that sounds pretty cool. Um, what else? Let's get into some news stories now, now that I've touched on some TV. Uh, actually, let's start off with what I've been playing again first. I'm trying for the fucking Biomutant Plat, and this will be the trophy update segment. I'm going to, I'm going to make a, start making segments, and the trophy update segment, let me write that down, is going to be a segment going forward where I'm just talking about some trophies that are bullshit or that I've, I've knocked out recently that I'm proud of <laughs> or, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so all in all, I am like, I think I'm like 56%. I think I might need like 10 more trophies and they're all things that are going to take my time. <laughs> and that's the downside of it. Like it's, there's stuff coming out Friday and I, I need to get this stuff out of my queue so I can, I can hit that up. And so far it is only killing my time and, uh, I'm not digging it, but it's very doable. That's the good side. Uh, the trophy list on bomb mutant isn't bad. It's just the, there's not like a waypoint system and there's not, um, clear instructions. For instance, there's a quest that I'm doing where you have to go to a bunch of old world gadgets or uh, vaults rather. They're basically like, this is a post-apocalyptic game pretty much. And you're like way in the future and all these mutants are, are like roaming the world. Um, and there's like no humans alive and shit. So, uh, you're basically going to these old world vaults where you're getting like weapons and gear, but there's like seven of them and they're like, you know, obviously really good gear and you have to fight like this mini boss before each one. Um, those are fine, but there was one that like, I had to look it up because it, it didn't tell me what to do. And then I found out it's like a side mission that leads to that specific one. Like, so there's dumb shit like that. I'm just like, I'm going to tap out on this and call it a day. But, um, the good side is I'm not that far away from the plat. My goal was to kind of sell it on, on Friday because I'm trying to liquidate all my PS4 games. I'm trying to just have PS5 and switch only for now. And then eventually, uh, series X. But, um, yeah, right now I'm trying to get rid of all my PS4 games and, that is a hindrance on this progress. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd like to get there. I'm at, uh, it says I'm at 62% total, 34 trophies out of 47. And, uh, it just seems like I have to like look up a bunch of shit for the rest of them. They're not, they're nothing like really that, you know, stopping me that much, but I just don't want to do it to be honest. Like there's, it's, there's, it's like a lot of fast traveling and running for a while. And it's just really, really monotonous and boring. But, uh, 
like I said, there's like, you know, two new games coming out Friday, Scarlet Nexus and uh, Mario Golf, which it seems like Scarlet Nexus is being received very well, which is awesome. Uh, I haven't looked up Mario Golf yet, but, uh, you know, that's that's probably going to be received at least decent to the point where it's, you know, probably on par with Mario Tennis, maybe even better, because I know golf typically uh, will play a little better than a Mario Tennis game. Oh. Speaking of hindrances and trophy lists, uh, Marvel's Avengers. So I was actually working to get the platinum on that game, uh, believe it or not. And then I found out one of the trophies is complete uh, 50 hive missions, which I don't know if you guys know, but the a hive mission takes about 30, 30 minutes to like 45 minutes to complete one. Uh, and I got to do that 50 times. So that's like, you know, like 50 extra hours you know, give or take, added on top, probably, you know, closer to like 45, 40 uh, hours. But that's a lot of hours to be dumping into a repetitive-ass game that is not getting updated right and shows your IP address, apparently, on the latest update, which apparently they patched it out now. It's, it's all been fixed. But how bad as a, comp- <laughs> as a company does Crystal Dynamics have to be to, like, not test that out. Like, that's a big fucking deal. Like, all the streamers had to stop streaming, or I don't think there was many, but they all had to stop streaming because they're fucking, they were getting doxxed, basically, by the game. And uh, I'm like, how do, how do you get into that situation? That's so stupid. Um, I don't know. I'd like to I'd like to get into it again. And, you know, I played the PS5 port of it. I bought the fucking Iron Man uh, in-game suit because I just thought it was dope. And then I played it for like two seconds and I was like, there's nothing changed on here still. And I, I you know, I'd like to pick up since, so since launch, it's been content, content, content light. And, um, you know, they added Kate Bishop, which is Hawkeye. And then they added, uh, Clint, which is Hawkeye. So they added two Hawkeyes <laughs> since launch and there has been no new, uh, other new character. Until now, where they're announcing that uh, Black Panther's like happening soon with a new mission and all this shit, and uh, new raid missions or and whatnot, but I'm like, uh, where's the, where's the content? Where's the, where's the stuff that's keeping me in here? And uh, there's not enough in there that's gonna keep me like fresh in the game. And uh, I really wanted to hold on to it. I have the PS4 version and I have the PS5 digital upgrade to it, so I need the disc to play it. And uh, at this point, I'm literally like, I'm I'm pretty over it, you know. I I think I'm I think I'm officially done with Avengers trophy list, um, which I'm I was close to being on the brink of being done with Tony Hawk's trophy list, which that's just a another grindy thing, no pun intended. But I love Tony Hawk's game, so I, I chip away at that whenever I'm like super super bored or you know I'm just want to hit up some Tony Hawk gameplay. Uh, I'll I'll work on that, but. The uh, the main thing is is that uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to streamline this my collection a little bit. You know, these PS4 games are are great to collect, I guess, but like they're you know they're only going to go down in value at this point, especially with PS5 coming out and stuff. And um, certain ones I'm keeping for now, like uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I plan to play that with Jake, and there is I'm I'm even getting rid of probably Near Replicant because. I just, I don't think I'm going to finish that either. And Persona 5 Royal, I'm not finishing that. I just got a bunch of games I'm not finishing. And uh, I think I'm going to hold on to um, 
Dragon Quest Builders because I really enjoyed that. I know that's like a weird one to choose out of all these. I'm even getting rid of like uh, Doom Eternal. Just shit I'm not playing. Um, and my main goal, my main goal is to to get nothing but PlayStation 5 Switch games and then obviously uh, Series X, but like that's Game Pass. So I probably won't even have any copies, like, you know, physical copies of that. So, um, yeah, it's a weird time to be a game. It's a weird time to be a gamer. Like there's, and, and I'm, these are all like first world problems I'm bitching about right now. Obviously some people don't even have next gen. Some people don't have a PS4. Some people don't want all this shit, but, um, I'm just giving an update on my collection. Cause I, I, I like, I'd like to collect as many PS5 games as I can. I think that's going to be like a, a thing I'm going to do for PS5. Even if it's games that I don't really care about, like I wanted it to kind of like fill a shelf, you know. But uh, those games are obviously going to come in time when the prices are a little bit more appropriate, you know. If I go to the store and I find a couple that are like, you know, ten, five to ten bucks, and I don't have it in my collection, I might get it, you know, shit like that. But uh, we'll see on that one. I uh, and I, damn it, I want that. I want I want some of those new controllers. To be honest, that black one is so sexy. Um, but I, I have no need for a controller right now. Uh, my goal, my uh, attempts at getting a Series X so far has been crap. And uh, I'd like to like to say that I, I, I hate I hate scalpers. I think that whole the whole quickness that people have on some of these links and shit are just like unrealistic and ridiculous. And I appreciate Sony giving out a, another chance to get a PS5, which is, which I did secure today, but I'm, <laughs> I got it for my dad. Uh, it's, it's crazy that like, there's this, there's this like limit, there's this limited supply out there and people are gobbling it up, whether it be scalpers or just new gamers. And, uh, they send me a person who already had a PlayStation direct, uh, console, like a console coming straight from PlayStation. And, they send me another link to buy another one. Like, why would you do that when you know this console could go to somebody who like needs it? And that's why, that's why I bought it for my dad. Like it's not, it's not for me. And, uh, this is just ridiculous. Like there's, you know, there's, like I said, there's, you know, I'm sure some of you probably don't have it. And, uh, there's a lot of gamers that don't have it right now. And whether you want it or not, I know there's a, a vast majority of people out there trying to get it. And they just gave me two, like, and they gave some of my friends two, like, why? Or I'm assuming they gave a lot of people who had that original invite two. So now they're just like feeding into this. Like, why would you do that? But anyways, that's I guess it's <clears throat> just another way to get out to dedicated gamers. But I, I think it's just their whole method is kind of stupid. They should have opened up like a new drawing, not a drawing, but like a sent out a new email for people who wanted to sign up and uh, kind of do it that way. But whatever. Uh, into some of the news, I wanted to check out some things. Uh, there's a big thing going on right now that says like, uh, they're taking the only on PlayStation thing off of some of the games on PlayStation games. And that's like directly correlated possibly to a bunch of those games being associated with PC now. So, uh, I know Ghost of Tsushima was one of them. So there people are thinking there's going to be a port for that. Um, I, think last of us and no i think god of war was one of them so people are thinking there's gonna be like a pc port of god of war and uh honestly i'm all for it uh, one thing i wonder though is like i don't think they currently 
have trophies tied to PC yet. And uh, they don't really have that ecosystem that Xbox has where it's literally just cross. You just get on PC and you have a fucking Xbox. Like, I'd like to see PlayStation get to that point. That'd be pretty awesome. And uh, I, I think it's... I think it's all good good for, you know, consoles and shit to to kind of be spreading off to uh PC because a ton of people have PCs. You're kind of like you're you're marking out a ton of uh potential there cuz a lot of gamers are on PC. Uh if you look at like all the Steam sales and stuff, like how many people get those and shit, like if if they could get PS4 games and I'm pretty sure Microsoft games do well on PC like yeah, that's a lot of money they're missing out on. So it, it makes sense that they're doing it. And I think it's only great for gamers, especially to get like God of War to so many PC players. Like that's, that's fucking dope. And I, I fully support it. I think it's great. Um, I'm not one to like shame exclusives. Like I, I think it's, I like it. Obviously I like, and I like having something that is mainly made for the console I'm playing on, but I'm not like, I'm, I'm not for keeping it out of the hands of other gamers. So uh, if you're like an Xbox gamer, PC gamer, and you want to play God of War and you don't want to buy a PS5 uh, or 4, then, I mean, PC is a nice little middle ground where they can get their money and they can service more customers. So, like, it makes it makes a lot of sense to to just stick to that and spread your wealth to the PC community. I, I get where you wouldn't want to make it a multi-platform game because, you know, in terms of console sales, you want to keep that on yours, but... Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, it's only for the best and I'm excited to see more come to PC. I wonder what other games they'll add to PC and I wonder what kind of support they'll get. Like, are they going to get like mods or, uh, some sort of like extra feature that console doesn't have? I don't know if they'll go that far. Cause I know like days gone is on PC and horizons on PC, but neither of them have anything new on there. It's just the same game, but, uh, yeah, that's cool. One interesting story, and I'm probably gonna wrap up after this. Was uh, Halo, which I know I know some of my friends love hearing about Halo. Um, there was a report that Three for Three Industries is looking into increasing the player count for Halo Master Chief Collection on PC, which I think is interesting. I think it's very very interesting. I wonder how it's gonna work with like the maps existing on there, and I think that's what most of the playtesting would probably be. But uh, I can't I can't picture it. Like I, I know. You know, you play big team battle on there, and it's, uh, I think it's, what is it, 16 players, 8v8, or 16v16, I'm not sure. Um, you play that mode, and it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, the, the entirety of the whole, like, lobby is, like, right in front of you. It's typically, you know, smaller battles that are happening. If it's, like, an all-out war in Halo... Uh, I don't know how fun that would be, you know? I feel like if there's just constant barrages like chivalry, uh, it works for chivalry because it's a, phys- a physics-based game, but having it in Halo, I just I can't imagine that like level of, first of all, that level of uh, mayhem like vehicles and, and players shooting rockets and shit running well on PC. I mean, they already had a tough time launching it with just like the normal gameplay. Uh, so I'm curious to see like what that looks like they said they want it to be like around 40 to 60 players, which that sounds, it just sounds like so much in Halo. Cause I, I picture all the maps, I guess I can make new maps and I, you know, maps like that sand map from Halo three <clears throat> might be uh perfect for something like that because that map is a little oversized for 16 players. So, 
Uh, that that would probably be perfect for it. Um, I'm sure Blood Gulch would probably get some type of, you know, support for it. Uh, I could just picture it being bad in terms of like, you know, you have that many players. There's probably going to be X amount of snipers, and they're probably all going to be in the same spots, like constantly sniping people. I just, I don't know. I don't know how effective it, it will be, but I'm sure that's like that's where all the playtesting comes through. So we'll see on that. It, it's an interesting concept, though. I think it's uh. I think it's cool they're trying to expand these older games into something bigger. And, uh, you know, 3 for 3 is just like, fuck it. Let's throw everything at Master Chief Collection. And, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I need to remind you, but this is all free. And that's the craziest part. Halo Master Chief Collection is on Game Pass. So if you're paying for that service, it's quote-unquote free. And then you, it gives you access to, what, ODST, Reach, 1, 2, 3, and 4. So that's six games that are, you know, you, you have full access to their achievement list. You have full access to the, the co-op multiplayer, the co-op uh, gameplay, or, you know, the co-op campaign. And uh, that's, it's like amazing value. And that's like a, one of the pillars of Game Pass, I feel like. Like that's one of the things that I'm like, how could you be mad at Game Pass? <laughs> like even just having that game alone is like that's one of their biggest games. Like if they did something like that with Gears, which they should, uh, a Gears, what is it? What is this fucking name? Uh, Marcus Collection. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of dope. Uh, I don't know what gameplay they would stick with because they are like slightly different through the games, but that'd be interesting to see like all the maps from Gears in one game, which they kind of like remaster a lot of them. But you know, you get my point. Um, but yeah, I'm all, I'm always excited to see something like this because they've they had a rocky start for Master Chief Collection and just like No Man's Sky, that comeback was tremendous. Like the the way they brought that game back from the dead and had me playing it years later on my PC with like no issue at all with my friends who got on there and are just like we're having a blast. Like that's a that's a big accomplishment to go from how rocky because I remember the launch. The launch was literally like. The you could not find a game if you wanted to for like two months. Uh, you know, the the campaigns had some bugs where it would crash, like it was just it was a nightmare. And uh, you know, it didn't have ODST or Reach in there yet, so like it was also kind of I wouldn't content light, I wouldn't say that because it's four fucking games, but you know, it's it's crazy, it's just it's so crazy how far they've come and how big of like a an amalgamation of all these Halo games into one unit for free. It's it's just crazy. It's such a great value Game Pass is, and uh, as much as I said like last time, last episode that I don't think Sony will or need to do something like that. I just hope they do some type of Game Pass thing because, um, you know, they they have a lot of games that aren't really like I don't know how to explain it. They have they have a lot of games that aren't the like top 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 tier of shit. I guess they they have the PS Plus collection, but. I think if they had some way to get more like uh, easier accessible games, then I think uh, can only benefit the players. I mean, it sounds like they're making a killing with Game Pass on Xbox, so I don't see an issue with you know doing that for PlayStation. But like I said this time and before, PlayStation doesn't need that. All they need to do is just drop a God of War gameplay trailer with a date, a Horizon trailer with a date, and you know they're they're just gonna be making the same amount of money they would make either way if. If uh, Xbox keeps excelling and, you know, it gets a bunch of buyers of the Series X and stuff and grows this big audience from all these exclusive games over the next couple of years, it's just Sony's going to be just chilling in their own lane, like I said. And, yeah, 
They're just going to be making their own money. Um, but anyways, I appreciate appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we are past 900 uh, listens, and we are a growing community. I appreciate you guys again, and we are taking this podcast past the moon, and uh, we'll see where we land. Hopefully not in a black hole. But um, thank you guys for listening. I will check you guys out tomorrow. Hopefully... Um, I have a Biomutant review by tomorrow, but we will see on that, depending on availability from my brother and my friend. So we will see on that, and I will get back to you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. Scarlet Nexus time, baby. Let's go tomorrow. And uh, Mario Golf. And, yeah. See ya.